Welcome to the Best Kept Secrets podcast where we share our best kept secrets about life, love, God and everything in between. Hi guys, welcome back to the Best Kept Secrets podcast episode 4. Um, we're almost halfway into the season and I wanted to do an episode where it's a bit more light. Um, usually we discuss some very heavy things on this channel. If you don't know, we on this channel we share our best kept secrets about life, love, God and everything in between. So today I have two guests with me that have also been very, very highly requested when we did a question tag on our Instagram, which you should be following, Best Kept Secrets Pod. Lydia KM, Jules were very highly, highly requested. So I am so happy to have both of you here. Um, I will let both of you introduce yourselves. Usually I introduce the guests, but I'm just like, you know what? Let me let them hype themselves up today. <laughs> um, and then I'll share what we're talking about today. So Lydia? Okay. Um, first of all, I'm so happy to be back. Um, if back you again. Season one, yeah. I've already hit the mic. Two seconds, two seconds in and I've already hit the mic. Um, so thank you so much for having me back. Um, I love being in this space. I love what you're about. So anytime, anytime, any day, you know I'm here. Um, my name is Lydia KM. I am a wellness and lifestyle content creator and a podcaster. I'm one half of TMI Podcast KE. Woohoo. Yay. I wish you introduced each other. I feel like I could have hyped you more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're not hyping yourself yeah. enough. Wait. So how do you hype yourself? I've said the truth. That's what I am, right? Just the truth, but with some... Yeah, with, with some... some okay, go on. Go. Yeah, uh, the go dopest, on. the baddest, the most... <laughs> most. Yeah. Anyways, um, my name is Jules. Um, <laughs> I'm a content creator. I struggle to say one thing. Yeah. But I have a bunch of podcasts and YouTube channels mm. And yeah, you can find me on my Instagram at Jules underscore her, or you can follow my latest podcast, which is So This Is Love. We just launched last year, October, and yeah, we just jumped onto season two recently. Mm -hmm. So I'm very happy to be here. Thank I've you. known Sharon, not personally for yeah. a long time, but I feel like I, it's one of those people, like I, I told her when I walked in, I was like, I feel mm -hmm. like I know you because we've met so many times yeah. mm -hmm. in, in very intimate spaces, mm -hmm. like friends this and mm -hmm. birthdays of this and that mm -hmm. and that. Um, and I was very honored when you sent me this. And also you got me a really cute pink dress. You yeah, sent me a dress for my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to pull up. <laughs> I was actually going to say, you should tell us all your bunch of podcasts. Which one? Yeah. yeah, tell us. Okay, so I am the creator of a podcast called So This Is Love. Mm -hmm. It is only available audio only. Mm -hmm. um, it's not A lot of people ask if it's available on YouTube. It's not because just how I... We have pseudonyms and people don't come really showing their faces. And yeah. that's how I've structured and created the podcast intentionally. So it's available on Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts. I'm also one over three of a podcast called It's Related, I Promise. Um, and I have a YouTube channel called My Tiny Little Channel, which I started during COVID. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, now we can't meet with the rest of over yeah. 25. Mm -hmm. So let me start my own channel. And then because mm -hmm. I didn't want it to... I do want pressure to be as big as over 25. Mm -hmm. I was like, let me just call it my tiny little channel. So in case it fails, I'll be like, but see, it was tiny. Yeah. And then there's over 25, which is currently on a break. But um, yeah, I was one over four of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. First of all, to be known as just one name. 
Madonna, just like, Jules. Just Jules. <laughs> Jules. When you say Jules, Jules. Everyone, everyone knows, knows what who you are talking about. Yeah. That's the hype. Wow. Literally, yeah. Yeah. Just my name like is just yeah. Jules. Jules. Done. And everyone Period. knows. Yeah. Also, you're the person who has the most amount of creative outlets I've ever seen. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. yeah. You do. True. Thank you. Mm-mm. The rest yeah. of us. Sharon Jokangi, like Jokers. three names, everything that you're known by your entire. Because there's another Sharon ID. K, isn't there? There's a Sharon K and there's a Sharon Mwangi. Oh, so I am Sharon K, K Mwangi. Mwangi. Yeah. Then Lydia K M. I think it's cooler to have like a Lydia K M. No, we want Beyonce more. Yeah, oh, you want to be just yeah. like Jules. I was just out with Lydia. Like, oh, yeah. Oprah, yeah. Do you have to say means? Oprah Winfrey? Yeah. No, like, you don't. Oh, well, like Lydia, Lydia who? Yeah, yeah. Lydia K M. Yeah, Sharon, Sharon who? <sighs> exactly. Tutafika to tutafika. Yeah. Um so today's episode we are sharing um on our journeys in singleness and things we have learned in those seasons. This actually I've always wanted to do this episode but I was having a conversation with Lydia I think last week or the week before and I was sharing with her some things and she was like you know I was I think we both had a moment where we were like mm-hmm. we should definitely do this episode together and I was telling her how a lot of people when they're single they don't go in it with intentionality they're just like yeah me i'm just single and you're not really intentional about things you're doing when you're single um how you're treating yourself how you're just acting when you're single and i was like i really feel like we need to do this episode and then obviously jules is such an incredible source of knowledge and i was like yeah definitely having jules as well Thank so you. um we'll each share points i can start us off yeah. and then jules and then lydia and then we'll just go on like that yeah, yeah. so mine are written down i'm old school i like writing i also like it's i think because i like journaling i like just having things written so i wrote mine down um so the first thing that i wrote is that one of the things i learned in my single singleness journey on my singleness is that um i am enough as i am mm-hmm. and that's something i learned actually in therapy and i was sharing with my therapist at the time that i was feeling very frustrated that i was still single and i was just like all my friends are getting babies or getting married or getting engaged and me i'm just here single mm. and she was just like she feels like i need to work on the belief that i need someone else in order to be complete and you know she just told me to say it as an affirmation i am enough as i am i am enough as i am so i would literally i wrote it down and i would literally keep telling myself that i was enough as i was until i believed it because i think i didn't believe it mm-hmm. even when she to- she said that to me I was just like, I mean, cool concept, <laughs> but it's not really fun. Like, I mean, fun, <laughs> but like, I don't really get it. Yeah. And even by the time I was entering a relationship, I felt complete. I felt enough. Mm. And he just came and added onto what I already had mm. as an individual. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's one of the things that I learned. Yeah. I, yeah. I have a question mm-hmm. in regards to that. Mm-hmm. Um. How... At, w- how long did it That's take? A, uh, first of all, how long were you single? How long were you single? single. Yeah, was, okay. uh, how long were you single? Yeah. And then, um, because I'm, I'm with you with the whole, yeah, cool story. We hear a lot of all this, <laughs> yeah. just believe in yourself. And then, yeah. I, love I, love I am enough, I am enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, mm-hmm. did you actually really start to feel like you're enough? And did, mm-hmm. how does feeling enough feel like? Mm-hmm. How do you get the point where you're like, I get it? Mm-hmm. You know, what's that thing? Oh, is it an mm-hmm. experience? Mm-hmm. Or is it a maybe a way you look at yourself? Mm-hmm. Um 
that you're single because yeah. when I don't know if I don't know if um, somebody who is in the pits mm. of being alone or feeling mm. alone mm-hmm. or needing or feeling like they want to have mm. somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, like you know and i'm happy you said you came from a point of frustration mm, like yeah. not um you know i was just like yeah, yeah. then i decided no like no. for real this yeah. is this is mm. people get out of relationships and get into relationships really quickly mm. for a reason we see it all the time mm-hmm. even with celebrities like yeah. j-lo j-lo kim, kim kardashian straight out of kanye into pete david yeah. it's like wait you guys are the advocates of nini all this mm. you know Female yeah. empowerment, stay yeah. alone, be independent. But then when it, when the rubber meets the road, no one's leaving their husbands high Beyonce after being cheated on. Yeah. No one's, you know what I mean? And I mm. love Beyonce. Yeah. Obsessed. <laughs> so I want like mm-hmm. a genuine, like, did it really happen? Did you actually feel like you're enough? I did. I did actually. Um, I think, okay, let me give some context. So I was one of those serial daters. Yeah, me too. So I would leave one relationship <laughs> into the other, into the other. Some of them were just flings. Some of them wouldn't actually materialize into a relationship but I was serial. So I had issues being alone. Mm. I had issues feeling like I was enough as a person, as an individual, right? So when she said that to me, when my therapy said that to me, it took me by like surprise. I was like, what do you mean I'm enough as I am? How do I actually get to feel that, right? Yeah. So it started by me just internalizing that as a concept. And then I was very intentional about not going on dates not chatting up any man, yani nothing. Like I was ground zero. I was just <laughs> like, you know what? I need to break this cycle because it's clearly a cycle where I am not comfortable enough as a person. So I am looking for someone else to be with me so yeah. I don't have to face myself. Mm. Yeah. So when I decided to, okay, cut off everything and face myself, mm. then I started to realize, you know what? I am actually enough as mm. a person. Mm. I am enough as I am without someone else. And if mm-hmm. someone else is coming into the picture, they're coming to add on to it. Mm-hmm. But it was a continuous process. I can't say I had like an, an epiphany. Mm-hmm. I, I woke up one day and I realized that I was enough. It was a continuous and it was hard. Yeah. Especially like the not going on dates, not talking to any men. Because mm-hmm. no, they were, they mm-hmm. were there in mm-hmm. my DMs. They were men trying, but I was just like... I can't do this anymore. Because yeah. you, you, yeah. you've done it. You've done, you've done, done it. Right. I'm stuck in a loop. Yeah. I need to get out of this cycle. Yeah. yeah. So you are able to basically prove to yourself that you yeah. are enough by being by yourself yes. and seeing that, oh my God, yeah. the world didn't. Yeah. The yeah. Wa- I'm, like My world does not have to revolve yeah. around, around a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how long how it took? Long? Yeah. Well, you single. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not be big. This big is what happens when you have three in my own Three podcast in the same podcast <laughs> I know. um it took me about a year mm-hmm. i was intentionally single for, for a, a year, year. Wow. yeah intentionally did you have did you have pockets of loneliness like oh my god i'm gonna mess yes, this up mm. for sure and i will share about that later mm. okay so you go next okay <laughs> all right um so learnings and lessons from being single me i was in the same boat as you and mm-hmm. i feel like maybe when you've just said i was a serial data i think there's some there's somewhere you've said that in the past mm-hmm. in some content of yeah. yours because this mm-hmm. sounds very mm-hmm. familiar from mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and that's why i related to you because mm-hmm. that was me as well mm-hmm. um just before we got on here mm-hmm. we were talking about how long my singlehood had lasted i'm not yeah. gonna say how many years because <laughs> i don't know everybody's like what crazy years, yeah and no one believes me but um it was running into a decade mm. but that meant when i would tell this to my 
like people around me they're like no but what about nani and mm. so and so and so and so mm-hmm. i'm like none of those whatever that was lasted for more than mm-hmm. a year for me so for me i didn't feel like count. it was yeah. a real relationship mm-hmm. the last proper relationship i had was back in the day in my like early 20s so i went through a huge chunk of my 20s yeah. being completely 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 alone or having some sort of thing going on or having what i think mm. is a relationship mm. going on but looking back that was not a relationship okay mm. you know and now having gotten into Mm. or knowing relationships in general mm-hmm. i'm like when you get into a year with somebody and you mm. start to re- and you get to year two and you're uh, approaching year three and mm. you're like man for real love is a choice i can mm. i'm irritated <laughs> the hell out of some sort yeah. of behaviors yeah. here but and like before when i'm like ah peace i'm out mm. now when i'm choosing somebody i'm just like oh wow this is it's different yeah mm. but it only works if you're in a healthy yeah um, dynamic, dynamic. Mm. so for me i think the biggest lesson was um I would say the biggest lesson in general is when you are lonely and when you're in that feeling of I really 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 wish I had someone this mm-hmm. desire but I mean mm-hmm. loneliness mm-hmm. and I've been there mm-hmm. that is not the time to go shopping for a husband oh right or for a boyfriend <laughs> yeah because I guarantee mm-hmm. you all the therapy you've done all the journaling you've done all the whatever you've done will completely disappear yeah. It, yeah. or it will be is it masqueraded you will you yeah. you'll, you'll be like no but it's not that bad like yeah. this was my boundary but well mm-hmm. you know you start becoming more malleable mm-hmm. and adjusting yeah. because you just really want to be with someone you have a need yeah you have yeah. a need mm-hmm. and let me tell you being connected to somebody mm-hmm. is in this world of loneliness mm-hmm. and and lack of connection mm-hmm. even though we are so hyper connected mm-hmm. digitally mm-hmm. Let me just say it's such a huge human need mm. in general for everybody. Mm-hmm. So when you hear people doing crazy things for love yeah. or because of love, mm. yeah. That should show you how important integral it is mm. to just like the human condition. Yeah. Mm. So I don't usually go when people tell me I made some horrible decisions mm. out of loneliness. Mm. First of all, I I applaud people who are able to acknowledge that that's what yeah. that was. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. for me I would say at the time I did mm. not see It's mm. after when you come out yeah. and you realize there is no way in a sober-minded situation, situation yeah. would I have allowed this kind of behavior with this person continue mm. to the extent that it has. Yeah. It's mm. because I was lonely mm-hmm. and I have and I was fearful of going back there. Yeah. yeah. So question um loneliness is feeling disconnected and not just from a romantic partner just generally feeling disconnected. Were there other things around that season when you were feeling that loneliness mm. can feel connection from other places and you are at alone or at desire for companionship but you're not at lonely because you have connection elsewhere I is agree. there anything else that was happening around probably not because oh. um i was in a job that i was completely feeling misaligned mm. with and yes i had friends yeah. yes i had my my in fact i was like this is i'm talking about the beginning of over 25 so yeah. I was around 26 27 or yeah. something around that time yeah I was at I was at the pits of it at that yeah, time. Okay. Um and whatever whoever I was with during that time just know that was not <laughs> that was just not that was not me. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I was disconnected to other things right in mm. in my life. Okay. Um but imagine I get where you get I know you're getting to a place where you well, to, I know what you're getting mm. at like you can have very strong connections like let's say home, yeah. family, friends. Yeah. But there's sometimes there's just an, there's an itch that cannot be scratched mm. other yeah. than 
through yeah. a romantic yeah. Yeah. connection yeah. Mm. and the family and the friends can only get you so, so far, far into yeah. your that's in true. your in your fulfillment mm. cup yeah but that's when you really uh, that looking within because now you'll jump into you now I ended up in that loop mm. and even after you get out of the loop you're back to the beginning mm. yeah so there's no way through yeah. this mm. thing i mean yeah. around it you can oops mm. <laughs> you kind of have to go through it yeah, yeah. and figure out how to find acceptance yeah. mm. that this is where I'm at now yeah. mm-hmm. because it's not only about dating the wrong people it's mm. even the people you keep around you the, mm. yeah. the mm-hmm. just the energy, energy the energy, the energy, the energy yeah. ain't right the yeah. people you'll keep around you the decisions you make mm. the places you say okay let me just go yeah. i would never go for an event like that but let me just go cuz mm. i'm just what else am i going to do yeah. everyone else is at home with their couples you know what i mean yeah. so there's a lot of and out of character things you can do when you're in, in that a situation. chronic state of loneliness. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I'm very compassionate to some People of the things. Even in, in my podcast, the stories I've had, these women yeah. who just end up in very abusive situations, whatever. Yeah. It's like the base of it is just, I didn't want to be alone. I, I didn't want to yeah. be alone. Yeah. 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 I feel like that, um, um, the reason why I'm, I was asking about like, you know, the whole disconnectedness is that, because I do believe there's a time where it doesn't matter how much you're connected to the whole world. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how much you love your family, your job, everything. There's a length of being alone, like single, that naturally you get to, I just want someone. Like yeah. whether or not you're connected, um, they, I feel like the length of time as well um, is definitely going to contribute. It so can how, contribute. Yeah, so yeah. how long were you single then before this got to that point? Oh God, yes. I can't even remember. Right, okay. Mm, mm. Right. Long time. Yeah. And mind you, I'm mm. feeling this while being in this situation. Situation. Mm. This mm. one person, but and I know this ain't it. Mm. You know. But then mm. I'm just like, let me just have this placeholder because I don't yeah. think yeah. I can handle. But you know what, Lydia? I feel like if I had at least one or two other things working out for me. Yeah. Connection-wise, maybe mm-hmm. I was feeling more... Co- no, because I feel like my friends were... Well, I was connected with my friends. I don't know what was... It. Or maybe work, because you are maybe such work. a creative me, person. For me, if my, let me tell you, if my work and my relationship mm. are both down, mm. yeah. please check on me. Yeah. I mm. am not okay. I will look okay, Yeah, mm. but I am not okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. So maybe that... One worked. of them needs to be working out, and yeah. both mm. were just not, and for a long Ooh. period mm. of time. Yeah. Like a long, long, like, and then I was also like, what am I supposed to do with my life? Like yeah. I was having a lot of existential issues around that time. Mm, 25, 26, 27. That, 27, that yeah. is why I called over 25, over 25. Because I was like, this is the cusp for me. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I'm leaving that shit behind. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Um, wow. I mean, I definitely get it. And I, I'm always like in this single season that I am, I've been intentionally single for what? I'm counting. So I've been single for nine months. This is the ninth mm-hmm. month or the tenth month, one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been intentionally single since after my birthday. I turned 32 in March. March. Mm-hmm. So, and I just felt this air around mm-hmm. that time. I was just like, it's time. It's time to sit down. You know, you've had your fun. Yeah. The post-single fun. But now mm-hmm. it's time to li- really like, just look into yourself. And I always say how long I've been single so that it can give context and not to remove from your situation. If you've been single for so long and you're wanting to be with someone and you desire. So my advice will probably only fit someone who's been single for a short while. So if you're like five years and you're still looking, you won't feel about the same about singlehood as I do right now. Because me right now, I am in the joy of yeah. singlehood. I am in the loving on myself. Um, but the first thing that I've learned during this, my single season in general, but especially being intentionally single, is 
you have work to do. Um, mm. Post breakup, um, my majority of my intention was about how did I get here? Not what did anyone do to get mm. me here? Mm-hmm. How did I get here? What is my story? What is uh, what are my beliefs about love? What are my beliefs about my relationship? What are my poor relationship patterns? And during that period when I was, I guess, going through the breakup, like the first three months, is like you're just hurting. So you're not, you don't have you're not able to see things in a clearer way. Mm. Then the next phase of my singlehood was like, fun, I'm out, dating, whatever. Then I wasn't really paying attention. But now when I'm intentionally alone is when I've been like, there's so many ways that I've been repeating a cycle that I wasn't Mm -hmm. aware Mm-hmm. Because it's different faces, right? Yeah. This one looks different. This one talks yeah. different. Girl, this one feels different. Same. You know, this one has a little yeah. a different walk, but it's just been different faces, but the same, same. thing. Did yeah. you the feel same like story? Did you feel like it's like it's just it's like same? What do they say? Same script, different cast. Kind yeah. of right, like, but it, also in a in in a different way. But mm. the foundation. What's the story? Yo. Forget. Mm. What's the reason this one, um, you and this person broke up or what was the fundamental issues in this one? Mm-hmm. But what's the story with you in mm-hmm. every single one? Oh, um, okay. and how now, are you showing up? Exactly. How was I showing up oh. and what was mm-hmm. I replaying? What story mm-hmm. was I replaying over and over again? And so this time alone has been a lot of that, a lot of sitting in your... I won't say like you blame yourself, but there's a mm-hmm. lot of like accountability it, and accountability is burdening sometimes. It's a harsh yes, it's a harsh reality. It's like mm-hmm. all the ways that you contributed to stories that were even harmful to you and you weren't even aware at the time. So mm-hmm. I feel like this season has been very much the truth of mm-hmm. what has been happening in my relationship from my own standpoint has been glaring. So I've been able to learn to number one, empathize with other people about their own shit. Because usually when you get a relationship, oh yeah, it's you. Your fingers, calls, fingers, yeah. fingers, yeah. fingers. But the more you see your stuff, the more you're just like, do you know what? Everyone was trying their best. Everyone was trying their best um, when things messed up. But everyone was trying their best and maybe not, uh, we didn't have the self-awareness to even see the kind of damage we were we were doing. Mm-hmm. So it's given me a lot of empathy, but a lot of insight on mm-hmm. my own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot. Yeah. I feel like I also went through that, um, especially when I left a very toxic mm-hmm. relationship situation that I was in. And my first instinct was to be the victim. And, and to just be like, yeah, you're the reason this and this, mm-hmm. this and this happened. And then when... I went now into therapy and my therapist was calling me out. I was like, what do you mean? I'm also like, I also have a part to what play. Do you mean? What do you mean? How? Uh, but I'm perfect, but <laughs> I'm great. Yeah. Like, have you not met me? Yeah. <laughs> so just that, like taking accountability for, wow. Okay. So I also had a part to play. I also was allowing these things to happen that's to the, me because my self-worth was very low. If I had higher self-worth, I would not have allowed these things. I would have left yeah. years ago. Yeah. Um, if I had, you know, seen how held myself in higher regard, yeah. if I had worked on my self-esteem issues and mm. if I wasn't using him as, you know, a plaster over my issues, yeah. then maybe I would not have been in this situation or, or, or I would not have let it go on for as long as it went on yeah. for. Mm. And that was hard because mm. it's easier to be the victim. Yeah it's a lot harder oh, for you so to, to, to to be like, okay, 
I know this person was horrible and the things they did were horrible, but I also had a part to play in mm. this. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's key. It's not that no one else was responsible. Everyone was responsible, but it's like owning your part without having to kind of ignore it and pretend because your part is the only one you can change. No matter what, whatever someone did, you can never change that pattern or that behavior but you can change um you can change yours yeah. for me one of the things that um i saw this post and i can never find it anywhere else but basically the lady said before you're betrayed you betrayed yourself right and I guess when I read that I saw how that could be yeah. whether it's betraying your own values mm-hmm. um whether it's betraying I don't know yourself in some kind of way and it doesn't have to be necessarily that dramatic but it could be something you spot in someone that's a contradiction with your own values that you you look around before you were betrayed that betrayal happened and sometimes maybe it doesn't I'm not going to say that you betrayed yourself that's where you were betrayed and it's not the cause it's just that tends to be the way the story happens mm-hmm. and when I was able to look back I could see the way in which I um I I betrayed myself, right? And mm. it's betraying yourself because at the time, you know, you're looking at someone from a holistic point of view and you want to see like you want to see what you want to see, mm-hmm. right? So that's what you look for. And yeah. but really eventually it's you're really supposed to be looking for what is in front of you, not what you wish you could see in mm. this person. Yeah. Mm. So I agree. Well, you can, can I just say mm-hmm. what betraying yourself also can look like? Because mm-hmm. I just started to learn this mm-hmm. literally like three weeks ago. Yeah. Um, through therapy. My therapist asked me to, well, I was explaining to them whatever I was explaining. And they said, um, you know, you also have to be authentic to your own self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds so logical, but the way it hit me, I was like, whoa, because I'm showing up authentically for others, yeah. but I'm not being authentic to myself mm. in some situations. Bec- and how I do that is by compromising my values. Mm. Yes. So by compromising my values, sure. now you need to actually know what your values are. Mm-hmm. She told me to go and write down my values. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did that as well. You did? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now I started seeing the values, the values I have, especially now with relationships, not mm. romantic, friendships. Mm-hmm. Mm. So like what I, what my top values, some of my values are showing up, mm. authenticity, mm. loyalty, empathy, empathy, mm. empathy is my top. So she told me, keep your top five. Eh? Me too. Yes. Um, kindness oh. to others, especially others who are of a lower, mm. whatever than you. Ooh. I've been with people we've gone for lunch with and they are so rude to waiters mm-hmm. and you know, little things and you see night starts to, um, so, for, so for example, what you, you see somebody who is very inauthentic mm-hmm. and constantly inauthentic, mm-hmm. they show up one way to you and then they're inauthentic, you know, they're maybe they're BSing somebody else or they are lying or they talk mm-hmm. badly about others or what mm-hmm. have you. And you create a story in your head around that mm-hmm. and that person who you're keeping in your life. Right. And that is, this, that is how you betray your own, Mm. values mm. so by the time somebody betrays you it could even be a romantic partner mm. i believe that would, whatever that quote is yeah. you just yeah. said you've you already betrayed betray yourself, yourself because yeah. you have chosen to turn a blind eye in the name of compromise mm. and people need to understand the difference between compromising yeah because mm. not everything can go your way mm. yeah there are times you actually have to be like all right yeah mm-hmm. i'll compromise values, yeah but try, it's such a, that's the nini that's the dance of life yeah mm. where am i going too far mm. mm-hmm. where um being inauthentic to myself yeah. versus actually hearing my partner out yeah. and going like, okay, you know what? 
I'll compromise. It's not what yeah. I like to do. Mm. It's not the way I go about things, yeah. but let's meet in the middle. It's mm. true. It's a dance. And yeah. it cannot be how you compromise in your relationship mm. is not the same as mine. Yeah. For real, for real. Yeah. Yeah. So what does that mean for people? It means doing the work to mm. figure out what does compromise look like to me? Mm-hmm. What does authentic, what does, uh, what do my values look yeah, like to me? Yeah. What does betraying my values mm-hmm. look to me thereby mm-hmm. putting myself in a, a, a position to, yeah. to be betrayed or be, to, to be, mm. yeah. to be disappointed. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I saw that if you, if you do find someone has ever done something that's compromise, like it's not what you would do, right? Mm. Like that, it's like, well, we might not have the same values, but then an, a follow-up could be, what are they regretful about? Because we all make mistakes. Even us, maybe we've stepped out of some of these values we say, but what someone is regretful of as well, it can be an indica- indicator, whether was, mm. that was a mistake mm. or whether this is actually the values that this, this person holds. Yeah, 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 so there's mm. that because humans are humans and we make mistakes. Mm, that's but a yeah. good point. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Are they regretful of mm. certain behaviors? Of certain behaviors. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Or maybe even it's not a baby. Maybe it's actually their value at the time. Yeah. Mm. But, but now it's changed. Yeah. 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 It's so true. Because that could happen. That can happen. So I guess yeah. on the other side it's trying to figure out how can I provide space for this person to... It's true. Whatever. Yeah. But to me I'll say know your values. Don't compromise on them. Yeah. And when you do be ready. Wear a seatbelt because the yeah. ride is going to be that's, be a that's crazy really one. good because I remember when I started now thinking of going back into dating, I literally did the same exercise where I wrote like my top five like values, things I am okay compromising, things that I'm not okay compromising, my non-negotiables, all of those things. Yeah. And I have never really intentionally sat down to be like, okay, so what are my values as a person? Mm. I was just living life. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think now when I went now back into the dating scene, I would go with all of these things in my mind. Yeah. So immediately, like, if I'm feeling like, mm, I'm just like, I'm out. Yeah. 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 Even now, that has even, and let me write a very big point because of that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, my second point, um, I'm trying to figure out which one I want to say <laughs> next. Okay. So mine is a bit, okay, I'll explain. But I, I wrote down, don't make, an idol of the blessing. So let me explain. So basically I was like obsessed with the concept of marriage for a really long time. (sighs) And (laughs) it became an idol for me. So all of my prayers were around marriage, all of my conversations, everyone that I would meet I would just be like, marriage, 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 marriage. Is it you? You know, like I was obsessed (laughs) with this thing, right? And there were even situations where I didn't even really like the person. I was just so focused on I need to get married. You know, I was focused on being chosen. Mm. So I wasn't even looking at, okay, do I even actually like this person? Do I actually want to be with this person? Right? So it wasn't until Thimba, you know, Thimba. Yeah. Pastor Thimba. Um, so he DM'd me and he was just like, do you feel like you're you're idolizing marriage? And I was like... Yeah, actually, when I think about it, when I because I think I was ranting on my stories or something, and then so he responded that to me, and I was like, you know what? I think I do. I think I have made an idol, which it's a blessing. Yeah. But I have made an idol of it. It's a good thing. It's a blessing from God. But when you make it an idol, then that's when it starts to become a not so great thing, right? Yeah. So 
that's definitely i think especially people who are you know spiritual i think that's something especially the church really pushes especially on women mm. that they need to get married why are you not married blah, blah blah so we become obsessed with wanting marriage and and just chasing this thing mm. so i'm now at a point where i'm just like i'm not chasing it i desire it it's just a desire that's as as far as as i'm going with it it's a desire when it happens it happens with whoever it happens with it will happen but i'm not going into like all my situations just being like choose me marry me yeah. let's do this yeah. yeah and or using relationships as like a proof that see i am worthy of being chosen yeah. see i you know because what ends up happening is that you find someone you've um you've written the end before you know if they can even fit the journey Oof. to that mm. that's what shambudi says you need to put that going. on a t-shirt oh that's yes. not you no, <laughs> no it's shambudi like, shambudi was like she met shambudi is this incredible creator yeah, please I go follow, follow her, her on instagram yeah. um and she said that she used to meet people and she had already decided the end like yeah. i've just mm. met you oh my you're my husband. husband you're my husband yeah. you don't but know you have no idea if they have the capacity to walk this walk <laughs> yeah. if they have the capacity to give you what you want like absolutely none of it and then it's that it's that mm. you end up falling short because you're not even checking whether mm. the people have even the shoes to walk this yeah. journey. Yeah, is this person even going to be a good husband? You know what I mean? Do they want to be do married? They even want to be a husband because I found a screenshot of a conversation I was having with someone when I was heartbroken like in 20 what? Like 17 mm. a long time ago and I was just telling this person yeah me, so and so we broke up and uh, yeah I'm so sad I thought he was going to be my husband blah blah, blah. and I'm just like now that I look back in hindsight I'm like why would I think that <laughs> Who would, made would you be my husband, husband? Yeah. you know it's just because I was oh going gosh. in it with the end in mind and I wasn't actually looking at okay who is this person that I am doing this with and how am I showing up in this situation yeah. am I even present am i or am i just chasing mm. the end of this yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Interesting. guess who takes the l you yeah yeah always you yeah mm-hmm. wow 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 what i mean i'm i'm deep deep in that story but i've never idolized marriage funny enough yeah yeah me i feel like I, like i, I was telling you me was it's not the marriage it's me for me it's always the kids yeah it's the so kids it's not for the, you please marry yeah. me yeah. it's yeah. Kids me, it's more me. like kids. the partnership yeah. i wanted oh. that oprah and stedman thing yeah. i'm like where the f- nice. are you going yeah. this is us yeah. kids I'm, i'm like that i'm I, like oh. i've been i want like i want like i want what my grandmother has yeah mm-hmm. let me explain I, when we go for christmas and all of us are there so her kids and their kids so ooh, the grandkids yeah. and i'm like what are the women and men who mm-hmm. have no children mm-hmm. doing on a day like right. this so is that how am i going to be alone because mm-hmm. they can't call akinashiko at hey yeah. what can are you guys bring, up to can i can come? you bring shazi yeah, yeah, can we like yeah so I, that's what's makes me scared um of not having children is what happens uko uko yeah. now if there was a whole community of women and Who we all decide, decide to be child free we're going to be child free we're going to be other support systems we're going to figure it out 
Maybe I might. There's a community building, you I know. I don't know in this Nairobi in Kenya. I don't it, know if such things yeah. exist. They, no, oh, people yeah. are still being shamed for not oh, wanting. Oh, they're being. Yes. Yeah. Fully Secondly, shamed. I am also mm. scared of being. You see now, I'm like, I'm not sure. I'm not whatever. Mm, I don't want to be fifty, and then I want one so badly, mm. and I can't. A man has that luxury. I don't. Yeah. So that's why the whole idea of freezing eggs has come up mm, for me, yeah. and I'm like, I definitely w- love the idea of nurturing mm-hmm. and impacting knowledge on this mm. human you mm-hmm. know and watching them becoming the person that yeah. they have they yeah. are supposed to be i want that as mm-hmm. well a little girl but then i'm like the loss of independence i don't know if i can handle that <laughs> the feeling that forever and ever even if i go to pluto i will always be your yeah. mother i can't be like yeah. i need a break for two weeks yeah. i you know i this just like you're tra- I'm trapped mm, so that's yeah. the fear i have mm. but what i've always felt is that I really want my, you know, my person and our cute apartment and our dog and we're just, you know, it's like we are part of something bigger mm. in yeah. our careers and stuff. Like mm. that's what I'm, mm, that's yeah. what I've always seen. That's what I've always seen. That makes sense. But now when all my the... friends are having children, I'm like, hiya, kwania, I'm seeing the wrong thing. Maybe yeah. I, <laughs> go to the child, the, the child-free African page. It's a lot, but go go and see. Yeah. I was there the other day, and the content is just like it makes me think. Like, yes, mm-hmm. I want kids, but I got a. I, I, I was thinking a lot. There's things to think about There's on that page. About? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm also trying to pick mm-hmm. the biggest baddest, bigger, better, tougher. The only person who can truly and fully heal your pain is you, mm-hmm. and this is what being single. And yo-yoing mm-hmm. from being single to being in a relationship has taught me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to back this up with another point I had, mm-hmm. which is you don't have to be fully healed to get into a healthy relationship. Yeah, that's true. I, I used to believe who, yeah. I used to believe mm-hmm. that. And oh, I'm like, okay. no, I need to be single. And then I work on myself. Mm-hmm. And then after I've worked on myself. Mm-hmm. Then I'm perfect. Uh, then yeah, I'm perfect. I can be in then a whatever, whatever. Yeah. But then what ends up happening, you get all this knowledge but you have no practice ground. Yeah. The only time you know if you have grown, my friend, yep. is when you're in that relationship and then the triggers come. Yep. And, and then you're like, wow, mm-hmm. how am mm-hmm. I reacting to this? Yeah. Yeah. Have I grown? I'm just here talking a big game, mm-hmm. but I'm still Julia 0.0. I'm, yep. no longer, I'm not yep. the Julia 2.0 I was. Mm-hmm. So, so, so just to... So I'll leave that point there as you don't have to be fully healed, but there mm-hmm. has to have been some healing that has taken mm-hmm. place yeah. so True. that you're not repeating the yeah. same patterns mm-hmm. of behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what I mean by, by not like the B of that is that um, you're the only person who can truly heal yourself is. I think there are, I, th- I, I can, I can be, what do you say? Attest to that testimony, testimony, testament. testament. Mm. I've not been churching a while. <laughs> it's my testimony <laughs> yeah. that I am. Healthy relationships can cause healing to happen. Oh, absolutely! That yeah. no therapy can do for you mm-hmm. or self work. Mm-hmm. They are even say God. I know God can mm-hmm. heal, but then yeah. sometimes you know mm-hmm. God's timing. Maybe the, the person mm-hmm. who is yeah. coming to he help. uses people he uses yeah. as well. Yeah. Yes, mm. the same way. You can be single, but friends help you in your healing mm, journey. Yeah, and th- and so what's you know that's I don't see that there's any difference sometimes like that with that in a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. They actually show you know, your healing. Mm, they, yeah. So they might not cause the healing to fully happen, mm-hmm. but they'll probably get you to like. 40-50% which already gives you the belief that you can be the person you want to be yeah. because that is what is usually lacking when you don't have that somebody yeah. mm. the belief because once mm. you believe mm. that I am worthy yeah. that is already the 40% yeah. 
Um, and I think that a lot of the issues we have is that it is the boss, the base of it is low self worth, mm. of course, and feeling like mm-hmm. I can actually do this without I can be at peace or let's just say content yeah. mm. without somebody to cuddle at night or somebody to come yep. home to and cook for. Mm. That has to start with a belief and it starts with self worth. Yeah. Mm. Now I think a healthy relationship can help heal heal mm. you, yes. but at the end of the day. If you're focusing on, let's say, one issue that you need to heal, mm. the relationship can only take you to the point of, yeah. I got this. Yeah. But then after that, that it is for you to close that mm. loop. Yeah. Because that issue will still rear its head mm-hmm. in your so-called healthy relationship. Yeah. Do you get what mm. I'm trying to Definitely, say? Definitely, I do. Um, I personally feel like the healthier relationships I've been in have done so much healing to me. Yeah. The the my beliefs about love before my last relationship versus now are completely different. Um because of the chaos before like now I know love can be peaceful, love can yeah. be calm, love can just be friendship and it can there's, be boring. It can and be boring peace in that yeah. boringness. And mm-hmm. they so, so despite relations not working out and despite all the work I've got to do, <laughs> there's so many good things that mm-hmm. came out of it and the lessons that I see that I really believe that I I really believe that love is peaceful and love is good. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it can't happen that way. And maybe let me say, funny enough, me and my sister have also helped each other heal. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever watched someone? I was telling you the other day that watching you being loved as well yeah. is healing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can watch someone. And- oh, but that was me for you, though. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah? That was me from your relationship. Really? I'm glad you got your healing. I got my healing. <laughs> I'm glad I'm, you got your healing. I got my healing because I was like, wow, this love is is real. Yeah. I don't care if it didn't work out me. It worked for me. No, it, it was real when it was real. It was and real. it was real for the time. I yeah. think, I believe that. And, right. and for me, it was like, wow, I... <laughs> I love this for me. Yeah, I know yeah. it's for you, it can but happen. I love this for me. It can happen. That's it why like happen. showing like um positive um couple stuff, mm. hard launches and things like that. <laughs> it's true. They help you believe. Do you know what? Sharon, if why Sharon and not me? Why yes. Sharon and not me? There are many things that you are you're able to see that are possible for you because of seeing them, especially in close proxi- um, proximity. Yes. Yeah. Doctor V, right now, yes. like she's, like there's yes. so many cl- people close to me that I'm yes. just like I'm kind of cuddled in all of this. And love. I want to thank you and you mm-hmm. and also Doctor V and people we've mentioned for yeah. actually um, showing that fearlessly yeah. because yeah. the risk of that is that oh if it doesn't work out yeah. it's the end. And I I want I just want to say it, what it, nothing ever works like. Even the happiest of people have yeah. their stuff that yeah, they are not sure. showing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I appreciate you and I appreciate you because for me, it <laughs> yeah. helped me. My sister, um, when she's, she had come f- to Kenya for like three months. Yeah. And when she saw me and my previous partner for a while, she was like, oh my God, peace and just everyone being friends. And she attracted her See? current boyfriend and mm. from that standard. Because she was vibrating mm. in that and then energy. her watching her process through her own stuff with a securely attached partner has been... I wouldn't even say physically healing. Mm. Physically healing to see what it's like to... Um, my sister always says, everyone is going to trigger you, but who's aggravating the triggers? And so, so the person who's going to be a healthy mirror is the one who triggers by the safety... Mm. to be able to work through your stuff. Yes, and that's what yes. she's going through. Okay. So watching yeah, that yeah. being like, and now me, I'm seeing the other 
oh, okay, so there is a situation where these triggers, but there's a, a healthy boundary mm-hmm. around it where everyone is like, you know, emotionally mature and emotionally present so you can work through stuff. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah, it's so beautiful. So you're so right. People, you Other people can help you yeah. heal. And yeah, for me, sure. what, for what that shows me, this whole healing thing is that, brah, let me tell you, it is so unlinear. Mm-hmm. You see, like, it's not actually when you do this and then maybe this will happen and this, it's like, Okay, I'm going to be single and then I'm going to heal. I'm not fully healed. Okay, I'm in a relationship, but I'm I'm healed. And then, oh my God, this relationship is bringing or triggering yeah. things that are completely unhealed in me. So I'm back mm. in the healing, but I'm with somebody. But then how can they support that? It's like, it's not one way. Or, or mm. the other. There are so many, mm. like, in, you think you got it and then you don't got then it. You and don't. then you think yeah. you got it and then mm. you don't got it. Yeah. But the base of it has to be that self-worth self-love mm. if there's any I, for me that thing you need to figure out yeah like if there's any job any woman should have is figure out love. what self-love yeah. looks like for you mm-hmm. i'm still figuring it out yeah. i know kido kidogo yeah but then it's like there are times that the thing that used to work for me two mm. years ago where i can feel that self-love it's mm. not really working so i have yeah. to kind of expand mm. and explore mm. what do i need yeah. What do I need? What do I need? Mm. Do I need to just reaffirm myself in the position I'm in right now? Do I need to journal, which is something physical? Yeah. Do I need to do a quick seven, two, six, four, six breathing exercise? Yeah. Do I need to take a walk without a phone, without anything, yeah. and just think for 30 minutes? And yeah. then you have to, these things, they keep, for me, they've been evolving. Yeah. Yeah. And funny enough that you should say that maybe my next, my next point is that, um, during this single season, what I've learned is the true definition of alone time. And Jay Shetty talks about this and it's just like, people are alone all the time. Like, mm-hmm. you are by yourself. Yeah. But the alone time, being in a situation where you're not distracted, like you mm-hmm. said, going on a walk where you're, there's no some, there's no some form of stimuli around, yeah? That is something which I've learned, like, only now. Because if anyone asked me before, I was just like, yeah, I spent plenty of time alone. alone. Yeah. But really, I'm watching, watching something. Stuff. I'm yeah. on the phone. I'm mm. on the phone. So almost, actually, majority of my alone time, I'm actually not, not alone. alone. And because of being a content creator and the way that I create content is always like this. And mm. I'm showing people and I'm here. and I'm mm. So I'm always in company of this kind of invisible audience Mm. they're not visible to me when i'm shooting but they're there but now in like the last two months i have been keen to have times where it's just like it's you and your thoughts lydia i've been reaching out to you like you know when i tell you uh, i've actually been telling lydia because i've noticed that you spend like your weekends by yourself obviously because you're not consuming alcohol and that's a huge part of it yeah alcohol is such a huge celebrity for me it's still a huge part of my life yeah (laughs) but like i'm like i'm doing a lydia today like that's what i've been saying (laughs) and i sit and but unfortunately i think i do the same thing where i'm just like i'm on my phone Mm. or i'm watching like you know like remember last weekend i told you i binge watched uh what was it the um this show the that ultimatum. I thought, ultimatum. I thought Queer the concept is ridiculous, but then, watch it. yo, mm. I was and and I think I've not figured that out yet. Yeah. Um. Maybe because of a bit of my trauma from uh, my twenties, mm. I even though I'm alone and I've learned to be alone, yeah. I'm not alone. Mm. I, I have it. to have something there stimulating to, you to stimulate me or to yeah. no, reassure me that or comfort. Comfort. Yeah. Mm. That's the word. Yeah. Comfort. comfort. Mm. And I would. I would be. I'd, uh, that's one of my things now. I think I need to. F- I need to. 
and you know i've actually written it in my journal but i've never mm, actioned Act- it mm-hmm. yeah like i'm like it I, keep, I keep telling myself julia be comfortable in the aloneness mm. because i'm mm. like i'm okay i'm okay i'm okay then after like three four hours i'm like yo what's up what yeah. are we doing yeah. and yet i had said this is my day alone yeah. but i only do it for like three four hours mm. i want to do a whole friday to sunday yeah and enjoy it i yeah. want to connect with my home with mm. my plants not in a quick oh my god we need to put fertilizer oh my god mm. like i really want to just do that yeah and um that's yeah. something which has i um, think i need to stop being scared do you ever feel scared no I, I'm, i'm not scared but i think first of all i've been working on myself for a while like long time i think that for like self work as a yeah. thing has been like since i was like maybe like 23 um so it's it's been a long time coming so time alone has not always been a problem even when i'm in a relationship there's plenty of time i'm just like i just need to be on yeah, my own same. so i I'm like yeah. being yeah. alone mm. when i'm in a relationship mm. and it is on my terms like i want you to go now like <laughs> we've, we've said fridays and saturdays is our each alone time okay oh okay schedule yeah that's mm. what i try to do when i'm in whatever i'm doing you yeah. know you know i'm you know i'm out here trying to look for somebody yeah. mm-hmm. but when um yeah like i try to say can we just have some alone time but i don't want it to like i'm scared of it when it's alone 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 i get it do you get oh, it because when you're okay. in a relationship mm-hmm. and you say ah today it's different it's, it's, for sure it's, it's it's just me and i want to have my alone yeah. time it's because mm. you know your man's is coming the yeah. evening yeah. Yeah. and you as you're being alone tomorrow, you're cooking yeah. for him so yeah. actively you are ex- there's an expectation mm. of something around the corner the end is near the end for is the near. alone time so now the reason i'm asking yeah. lydia is cuz like for you you <laughs> you don't know when it's going to end mm. yeah i i actually feel really comfortable alone and i think it's because i saw my mom alone for mm. a very long time so i saw my mom like on her days off she would just spend time like cleaning the house taking care of herself so i've had a visual representation that someone is alone and being fine oh, yeah, right that it's a thing, that it's a thing. Mm. you can just do that also because i am learning to genuinely be alone and i want that when i do all this work that i'm doing as we said the second you get into a relationship there goes the trigger so it's fine but anyway <laughs> where i'll start where i'll start when the per- when someone finds me when love finds me again i want it to find me submerged in my own love okay. and so the comfort of being alone feels like i'm winning it's like a little reward mm, yeah. right i'm a bit of a student geek person so any kind of you've achieved feels really good so every time i do spend a couple of hours when it's just me no distractions i'm just like oh i'm learning mm. to be alone i'm learning to be enough i'm learning that Self-worth. Th- th- this is mm. perfect as it is mm. so then when if someone does find me i'm less likely to betray myself to mm. get that love because mm. i'm already submerged in mine mm. yeah. so that's that's the way i've been able to do it and also i do it in increments Mm. Right so even if you see me having an uh, the, the time alone in the weekend how many hours am i distracted many, many. Yeah. so it's not that many hours yeah. where i'm doing it but having bit bits where yeah. i'm able to be on my own yeah really good. i think i'd like to do that um yeah. i'm sorry if i'm hogging the no, mic okay. but like yeah um, i'd like to <laughs> to figure out how to um because i don't really i don't know if i really subscribe to this hyper independence you know narrative yeah, I'm like not. i yeah. i feel like we need people yeah, yeah. we need to feel community, community and connection and connection yeah. i can yeah. tell you for a fact when i am not mm. i am my most destructive yeah. self yeah and i don't recognize who i am but when mm. i'm in it it's like i don't see it it's like mm. now when i'm getting out is i'm like what the hell was that month mm. yeah. what would i who was i hanging was out with mm. i was so disconnected but it, it, in my <coughs> attempt to feel connected yeah. i surround myself with the craziest people and things you know yeah. 
So I want to be able I I, I want to be able to to be alone mm. intentionally mm. and shut off and not and I want to I want to have power over it yeah. so mm. that it does not have power yeah. Yeah. over me cuz mm. I, I arrange my alone time in a way that I st- I still feel safe. Like, yeah, mm. I get it. Yeah. But I think you can start there. I you don't think, think I can start with a little. Yeah. Like I said, let yeah, me do one hour, a yeah. block of time, a right? Block it's of a muscle time, you have to bit. build. Like it's yeah. just like bit by bit by mm. bit. And yeah. I feel like the the wall that comforts that alone time being so beautiful is intention with other relationships. So I'm I'm generally just an intentional person. So my friendships, the way I'm nurturing them, I feel like I can have this alone time because when it's time to connect, mm. I have connection. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Please yeah. match. Me also, I don't uh, mind being in your. By the way, and she's <laughs> she's been to even my house. We have hours of talking, like four or five hours. We just yeah. talk. We don't even watch anything. We didn't even watch we anything. We talked, and I had talk. to run out because my mom was waiting for me from four. I was leaving your house at seven. Yeah, you're part of my connection. Yeah, my mom yeah. was like, Where? so she's already not. She is, but yeah. I want us to have more time. I'm yeah. asking for more time. <laughs> I think for me, it's the complete opposite. Yeah, I don't have any issue being alone. Mm. Um, in fact, if anything, I have to intentionally be like, okay, I've spent three days alone. Hi-ya. I need to reach out without to someone. Distractions. Not without distractions. Okay. Obviously, mm. like three days cooped up in my house. Like I haven't left. I haven't seen anyone. I haven't talked to anyone. So I have to be like, okay, I need to go see someone today. I need to get mm. out and have human interaction. Or yeah. at that point, I'm even having like cabin fever. And I have to be like, okay, so I need to like take a walk yeah i need to take a walk i need to do something yeah. i think i've just always just been okay just like, yeah you, you yeah. would you being describe alone. yourself as more introverted oh no i'm very introverted okay maybe oh, that's yeah. also why because so i'm it's very hyper, natural hyper, very natural i think really? it comes to me i'm, I'm natural naturally you, yeah. oh, okay. Oh, okay no me yeah, an extreme no, extreme extrovert mm-hmm. yeah so introverted i was just like yeah this is what i do this is who i am yeah yeah and i also have learned to also try i think for me the not being distracted thing the only issue i would have with that is that now i would have to face my thoughts yeah. and they'd be a lot mm-hmm. so it's the putting my phone away it's the whatever and mm. then just sitting in stillness mm. is something that i've actually had to practice recently mm. um actually when i went on the solo trip that's mm. when i learned how to do that yeah. where i had to put my phone away i had to put everything away and just like sit still and face my thoughts I was like, okay, it's not so bad up here. Like, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, you're always just trying to, like, run away, away from, from it. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, let me just, like, talk to me and see what's up. Um, yeah. And I think I'm just trying to intentionally build that as well, just like you are. Yeah. Um, where I'm alone, yes, but I'm trying to not always be distracted. Yeah. yeah. The solo trip changed things for me. I'd yeah. love to do. I've sure. never done I a solo trip. I think that's what you me need. Me too, I did it. But aren't you scared of, like, being raped and murdered? Yeah, you're just sorry, like, but like I'm I a mean, bit of an extremist. Sure. I, I was a bit scared. People are projecting their fears because, like, when I asked, mm. like, give me solo trip um, tips, everyone was just like, you know, lock, make sure the door is locked. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I was just like, wait, what is happening? Like, I, but I have a naivety when it comes to my safety because of growing up somewhere where safety is assumed. Yeah. So I always yeah. assume I'm safe, right? Mm. However, when I did go, um, when I did go. I just put some measures in place, like the driver needs to be known by the hotel and I'm yeah. going everywhere with my driver. Yeah. That's all I did. I, I wasn't thinking, oh no, like I'm going to be mauled mm. by a lion. I didn't yeah. think that at oh, all. 
my god. No, well, I have a trip coming up, so maybe I will, should do that. I will yeah. <laughs> find a way to mm. like maybe get away from the group. Yeah, yeah. go eat. Alone. I was not afraid. And then I'll at leave all. my yeah. phone or maybe yeah. my, I'll try that. Yeah, go sit in a restaurant alone, put your phone away. Just yeah. But I think we also need to encourage um or stop discouraging nothingness eh? with kids. Like what are you doing? What's your plan? Have you done homework? Like, because mm. I, mm. you know, because if you if you find a kid just sitting down, chilling, it's like you, you want to yeah, pack them with activities. So maybe we're also uh, we are, yeah. yeah we are teaching people how not to yeah. to always yeah. have stuff to do or something yeah. to think about. Or, because mm. we do it when mm. we stop doing it when your kid is chilling, you yeah get you're it. like yeah. yeah. It's because mm. that's what our parents were like yeah. super mm. hyper vigilant. Yeah. So then they taught us that. But you, if you're able to chill when you see yeah. your baby chilling, you're going to mm. be like, all right. Okay, you're just okay. having some alone time. Okay, so this conversation clearly needs a part two. <laughs> Thank you um, already for tuning in and watching as far as we have come. Please. Come and join us in part two where we share the rest of the things we have learned and our best kept secrets about singleness and those and what that journey looked like for all of us. Um, yeah, so see you in part two. Mm-hmm.